Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. This week, we are focusing on a brand new topic titled Finding Your Passion. We begin this year talking about resolutions. We followed by grinding it out. And this week, we're talking about the topic in which drives you to complete those New Year's resolutions, keep grinding them out. It's so much easier to do when you find your passion. Right, Jason? You got it, man. How you doing today, Kev? It's back Monday, start of the week. We've talked about this before. It's a good day, isn't it? Uh, great day. Love these Ohio winners. Yeah, and we just wrapped up last week talking with some L.A. boys, and they're getting tans, and here we are with our snow boots on, right? That's right. All right, so Kevin mentioned we're starting a new topic this week, and let's get right to it. Many people wake up day in and day out struggling to find something that interests them. So before going any farther, I want to talk about something real quick with you, Kevin, and that is college. Now, if you didn't know, Kevin is a professor at a local university teaching entrepreneurship. And before I, I got up, yeah, before I dive into the idea of passion, let me ask you a question first, Kevin. How many of your students do you believe are taking your class because they have no idea what to take in college versus how many of your students take your class because they've had a deep passion for entrepreneurship and starting their own business? Well, I'll start with just college in general. I think we have an alarming number of kids in college right now who are only there because their parents or guardians have forced them to be there or simply because it's the next it's the next box to check in their life not because they actually are like i here's the thing that i want to do and you know i can only speak i've i've been a college professor now for 7 years so i can only speak to the kids that i've been around the last 7 years but I mean, I I did go to college. Um, I have a bachelor's degree as well as a master's degree. And I just, I don't remember a lot of my friends 20 years ago feeling that way. I mean, I really did feel and do feel now that a lot of people that I knew at age 20 really had a good idea of what they really wanted to go do. And, And a lot of them are actually doing it still today. So I do feel on some level that it's kind of like a newer thing. And so to address, yeah, like the specific class, um, it's, it's very similar. I, if I have 25 kids in the class, I bet five of them walk in thinking like, here I go on my entrepreneurial journey. Like, this is why I'm here. And I would say there's another 10 who are like, yeah, this is, I think I could own my own business someday. Now, 
owning my own business someday versus I want to be an entrepreneur today. I mean, it's a lot different. And then there's, there are just 10 kids there just trying to check a box, right? But some advisor, academic advisor or other teacher uh, told them to take it or a friend was like, hey, take this guy's class or whatever. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it really is a mixed bag, but I would say the percentage is low, you know, 15 to 20% of the students are probably passionate about entrepreneurship. Now, my job is to try to get a lot of them to be passionate about it. And I think I do a good job at that. And so, you know, we are starting businesses with students and, and I'm, I'm doing my best to, to turn that passion on. And so we really spend, you know, these episodes talking about that. Well, that answer is perfect because it's a true segue in kind of where I wanted to go with this passion episode. And before we get any further, I'm not here to discuss if you should or shouldn't attend college. That's not what this is about here. But I think what you said is really an analogy for life, right? If you have students who have no idea what they're doing or really what classes they should even be taking, have they found their passion yet? And I feel like so many of us wake up every single day with that same feeling and question. It's not always obvious to us what we want to do or what we love or what motivates us, right? But when you find it, it drives you, you know, to do things differently, to wake up early, to watch an educational video, listen to a speech, read and study. Like you, you begin to create and, and manipulate your time in your life to be focused on this new found passion. So for me, like over the years, my passions have changed. You know, I've been working in the fire service for 18 years now, which still continues to be a pillar in my life. I've had so much joy and gratification while working as a firefighter over the years, but I did something, you know, four or five years ago that I didn't really ever think, at least in my fire service career that I would venture off and do, and that's dive into the business world. And that at the time, which is still present today, was venturing into real estate and starting my own business. And, you know, I took a different path than you, Kevin. Like I didn't go to college for business and, and finances, you know, so doing something like this was was truly out of the ordinary for me. But it was something that I began to have a passion for and ultimately the more I dug down within myself, I began to acknowledge what drives me, what makes me wake up every day. And that passion for me, and maybe even more importantly, the purpose for me comes back to a couple of things. And that for me, when I look at passion and purpose, and I know I've, I've ventured off into purpose here. We didn't start it out like that, Kevin, but I kind of want to go here for a second the passion and the purpose for me is what drives me to be the best version of myself, not waste my potential and always strive to influence as many people as I can along the way. Being an influence to my family, friends, coworkers, and strangers is really what drives me to get up early, grind it out like we talked about last week and fulfill these things that I want to do in my life. You've got a family of four, just like I do. Family of four, you got four kids for family of six, just like I do. I mean, those are obvious reasons to get up early and do things. But outside of that, 
what's your passion? What's your purpose, man? You know, like, I don't want my obituary to read. Yeah, he did okay. You know, he could have done more, but we're grateful for the average person that Jason was. You know, I wanted to read that I was an influence to someone. I was an influence to people around me. You know, I tried day in and day out to make a difference in whatever I touched. That's what I would like it to read. What do you think? Just to jump back into the classroom and the and the young people that I interact with, and, and this is coming from someone who's trying to strike up passion in people to say, go start that business. That's what you want to do. Go start that business. See, I also do a ton of small business consulting. And what I see is I see a bunch of 40-year-old people who are trying to get out of the rut in their life by starting a business. And they're starting businesses. And some of them are passion projects. And some of them are just more rut. Like they're just going to start a business that they're just going to work in. And the reality of what their life has become is it's just this ta- it's just task machine of work. And yeah, maybe they're going to be in charge of their own business. So they think they're going to be in charge of their own schedule, but that's not often how that works. Um, you know, a true entrepreneur grows a business and you really can't do that if you're focused on doing all the work that the business entails. And so you mentioned like passions changing over the years that that's me too. And I would say it's every seven to 10 years, I have big motivational passions and things that I want to accomplish, which is why, to be totally honest, I've been able to accomplish, I think a lot of things. Um, I just, I try to tell anyone who will listen to me, not just students, but anyone that it is so easy to make money at something that you're really good at. And it's really hard to get good at something that you don't enjoy and you're not passionate about. There's a really good story and I'm going to, and I, I really don't remember the guy's name, but my wife and I went to a Justin Timberlake concert. This has been several years ago. And he came out on stage and he had like a 40 piece band with him. And at one point in the concert, he started introducing, you know, he was introducing all the people in the band and they had guitar players, drummers, horn sections, strings. I mean, they had it all going on. It was quite the show. And he got this saxophone player up near him with the microphone and, and introduced him and said that he was from Columbus, Ohio. So he got a huge ovation and he started to tell a little story about this guy. Oh, I've been playing sax or this guy's been playing saxophone in my band for, you know, 10 years and, and started rattling off all this stuff and make sure you check out his music on Amazon. He's wrote all these hit albums and he's just the best musician ever. And so I, I put his name in my phone notes and I remember later on that week I Googled him and he on his website said, you know, I grew up in Columbus, Ohio and I am not in, and Justin Timberlake says that I'm the greatest saxophone player in the world. He's like, I am not the greatest saxophone player in the world. He's like, there are, there are actually probably at least 500 people in the world that can play saxophone better (laughs) than I can play saxophone. 
But the difference is all 500 of them gave up playing the saxophone as a career because they didn't think they could make any money doing it. And then the rest of the story on the website was when I was 20, I, if I needed, I played in all these bands to try to make money. And anytime a band broke up or we lost a gig and I didn't have money, I went to, into downtown Columbus and I stood on a street corner and played the saxophone. I put a hat on the corner, played the saxophone. And the next thing you know, I'd have enough money for dinner, enough money for gas, enough money for rent. He was like, I knew anytime I needed money that I could do that, which allowed me to put all of my passion and all of my effort into writing all these songs. And he was like, but basically these other 500 people, when the going got tough, they were better saxophone players, but they weren't as passionate about playing the saxophone than he was. So they just gave up and allowed him to rise to the top. And so he, you know, he writes all these songs and and this is years and years and years go by. And one person hears one song and they're like, man, that's a really good song. Like you want to come into the studio and play on this album. And it's like, that guy was Stevie wonder and we wrote a hit song and I wrote the saxophone ver- verse on it. And I got paid fifty thousand hours, you know, in one day to do this. Mm, and then, wow. you know, and then somebody listened to Stevie Wonder song, and they were like, "Hey, man, like that's killer saxophone playing. Do you want to do this album?" And then, then one thing leads to another, and then somebody asked me to go on tour, and they're like, "We'll give you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go on tour with us for the next nine months to play the saxophone." And he's like, okay, great. You know, <laughs> and it just went on and on and on. He's like, and now I'm, I'm here with Justin Timberlake. I've been with Justin Timberlake for 10 years. He has one of the most talented musicians in the world. And he thinks I'm the best saxophone player in the world. And he's like, well, he's, he's not right. What he, what he, what I am is I'm the most passionate saxophone yeah, player. In the world. That's, it was, I mean, it was crazy, right? That's the home so run, cool. man. That's yeah. the home run. And Gosh, I feel like we could talk about this topic for hours. I mean, there's there's so much here, so many stories, and you know, I still have a lot to say. But I'm looking at the clock, Kevin, and I want to still try and be true to the title of this of this podcast here, man. So let's pick up on this idea along run it back on wednesday yeah, along with our practical applications on it's like leaving them on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so. Guys, folks, everyone who's listening, get back with us on Wednesday so we can continue this awesome conversation on finding your passion and, hey, maybe a little bit of purpose as well. So that's all the time we have for part one on finding your passion. We want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode. Kevin and I will be back and better than ever with this continuation of incredible content here on finding your passion, along with some practical application stuff as well. If you have 10 seconds, we would love for you guys to rate the show. That helps us get the show to more people. And if you are impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks. 
Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday, so be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah.